The Second Amendment Caucus aims to stop the assault on the rights of law-abiding gun owners and to preserve the rights granted in the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the citizens to bear arms in defense of themselves and the state shall not be questioned. Article 1, Section 21 of the Pennsylvania Constitution. These legislators are on target with the chairman of the House Second Amendment Caucus, Representative Matthew Dowling. Thank you for joining us again on Target. I'm Matt Dowling. My guest today is Kim Stolfer with Firearm Owners Against Crime. Kim, thank you so much for joining me uh, here today on this episode of On Target. It's an honor. Thank you for having me on. Well, we want to talk a little bit about groups that advocate for Second Amendment issues and, and do work throughout uh, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, of course, you, you and I have gotten to know each other over the last five or six years as you've been out to the district to help uh, with some of our concealed carry seminars and, and also talked about different legislation that's been coming through. I wanted to mention right off the bat, uh, I know you're retired military, retired from the post office, uh, and you've been instrumental in uh, helping to draft legislation such as the Castle Doctrine here in Pennsylvania. Uh, so you've been kind of on a, a long journey. How long have you been involved uh, with uh, firearm-related legislation? I've been involved with Second Amendment issues and the Pennsylvania legislature in particular for uh, over 37 years. Well, um, you know, I know your group does a, a lot of good work and you work on behalf of your members. Can you give me just a little bit of background about FOAC? We started Firearms Owners Against Crime, FOAC, um, because back in the early 90s, the debate over the gun control issue, if you will, was stagnant and it was really um, not being handled properly in our view. And we felt that what was being left out was the average grassroots citizen who believes strongly in the Second Amendment. So we created FOEC as a conduit for them to get involved as well as a way to educate legislators because one of the things that's been the most outstanding for us is that many legislators thirst for knowledge. And that was part of the debate where it seemed like um, the media was controlling everything and that other groups weren't uh, fully fleshing out the details. So we felt that a group focused on grassroots politics that could help educate legislators was uh, an important component and absent at that time. And that many legislators were unaware of or basically uneducated on uh, the importance of constitutional rights as well as the details of gun control that had eluded the public debate. So over the years, what we've done is try to uh, inculcate additional knowledge in the legislators and to evaluate their votes because we grade and rate and follow every uh, incumbent at the state and federal level uh, as to their votes on Second Amendment issues and gun control and that sort of thing. And then we pass along that knowledge to our grassroots members and contacts so that they can integrate their uh, experiences into this discussion and then allow that to facilitate a better discussion in the districts of these legislators. Because that's really where the work is, is uh, getting legislators to understand that one, people don't support generally gun control, that it's a complete failure, and that um, 
the sense of the community is, is that they want their rights protected. And we find that virtually all communities, even in stalwart or heart, <laughs> the heart of uh, liberalism, if you will, um, everybody believes in a concept of self-defense, but we're ignorant of the unintentional consequences of gun control. And so we try to bring that additional information from oft overlooked academic research, which really outweighs the uh, kind of narrative and, and rhetoric we see in, in the public today. Um, and it just doesn't get heard. And that's what we try to bring. One is an effective focused grassroots activism group, uh, as well as to help good legislators and to work to unseat legislators who have, for one reason or another, decided that uh, the Constitution isn't something to be protected. Now, you spoke a little bit about the education that you guys do, and I know that ends up being kind of a huge component uh, of your organization. In fact, just this morning, uh, I was on your website and uh, was looking at all of the different resources you have for both members, non-members, and even legislators can use talking points on different pieces of legislation that's currently been proposed or moving uh, within, within the Commonwealth. Um, and I also want to, you know, thank you for providing us an update as uh, the Second Amendment Caucus. We use um, your information as well as information from a couple other organizations to educate our members every session week uh, as to what's happening uh, with the Second Amendment. I know you've also been involved in some court cases throughout Pennsylvania where you've actually had to go and, uh, and help defend the Second Amendment. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about some of those cases that you've had in Pennsylvania? That's, sure, uh, that's a wide-ranging effort. It spans everything from uh, gun clubs under assault by local communities uh, who are, based, are pretty much, for the most part, they are, they're unaware of the legal technicalities to uh, working with uh, challenging the Pennsylvania State Police, for instance, over the record of sale database in the year 2000 and all of the nuances of that to preemption law cases, uh, which is firearms preemption law. As you well know, your House Bill 979 is an important component of that, um, is trying to defend the concept of preemption and equal protections clause of the Constitution. And we've entered into uh, dozens of legal challenges to local communities, some ending up in court and some where the solicitor is smart enough to recognize that the law does apply to local communities. And then there are other cases like the Hicks decision, which is where um, there was an overreaction on a part of local law enforcement. And uh, they went after a man who only ended up revealing at the gas pumps his firearm. And... Um, uh, nobody would take up the challenge, and so we did, and it protected the uh, profiling, if you will, and the rights, civil rights against uh, unlawful search and seizure and prosecution for that. Uh, we've done uh, a host of different cases, uh, from guns on school property with Goslin decision uh, to many others, uh, and uh, it's an important component and adjunct to what we do in the education field because... Uh, there seems to be a, a gap in the, law, uh, the legal community in understanding uh, why they have to defend the Constitution. So we have good attorneys we work with and uh, can get very expensive at times, but uh, we weather that because we're all unpaid volunteers. We do this and have done this for decades because many of us are law, former law, uh, law enforcement or former military 
or just average uh, first-time pa- first responders. And uh, we really, really believe in the Constitution and uh, protecting those rights, and they're all interconnected. Well, I, I do thank you for the work you do. And, and one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on was uh, because your organization really gives a way for constituents like mine to amplify their voices uh, through membership and activism. And, you know, if someone was interested in getting more involved, learning more about uh, the threats that we currently have to the Second Amendment or ways that we can strengthen our already granted constitutional rights, how would they contact your organization? How could they get involved? And and really, what should they be doing in their community? Well, uh, we have a presence on the Internet, uh, foac-pac.org. Again, that's foac-pac.org. You can find us on all social media from Twitter to Instagram to Facebook. And what everyone should be doing is to recognize uh, first in their heart that this is our rights. This is a civil right. This is not about guns. This is about the right to bear arms for whatever reason is to protect our way of life and protect our families and then also protect the Constitution. And to do that, you have to be informed. And that's why we created the website. And we believe that the average person just entering into a little bit of knowledge every day will expand their ability to properly deal with the public debate because there's no way of getting around it that the average citizen can have an enormous impact on whether the media is misrepresenting the issue or gun control groups who have been uh, somewhat less than truthful about uh, how these issues should be playing out in current society. So if they go to our website, they have a way of contacting me, any of our officers, and we can put them in touch with whatever information they need and help guide them in the ways of the legislature and the ways of politics and candidates and where they stand. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on Target. Uh, my guest has been Kim Stolfer. Kim, always a pleasure to talk to you. Please join us for our next episode. Thank you, sir. This has been On Target. For more information, visit Representative Dowling online at www.repdowling.com or find him on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. This has been a production of the House Republican Caucus.